Welcome, guys. It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and you're now tuned in to Tokyo-ish Podcast. Hey, guys, it is Wednesday, March 10th, and I'm glad to have y'all in the building. Today, we're talking all things all-star after, period, okay? But before we get into all the shenanigans, I definitely want to give a huge condolences to my boy, Decatur Slim, and his family. He was murdered over the all-star weekend, and I'm just not taking it well it's different when you hear things on tv or radio and you just have to be like wow that's terrible but when it hits home and someone that you know or someone that you associate yourself with it hurts differently now me and Decatur wasn't you know huge friends like talking on a day-to-day basis but it just was hard to hear that a person that I just talked to on Friday via text and told me I was beautiful, got murdered on Sunday, two days later. For what reasons, I don't know. And I honestly, I don't care. But I lost a friend, and that hurts. And I don't know what convinced or what transpired to even go that far that someone felt they needed to take someone's life. But What people fail to realize is when you take someone's life, it affects a lot of people. It don't just affect his family, his children, his parents, his sisters, whomever. It affects the people that respected him, his friends, um, you know, the people that did business with him, the people that interacted with him. It affects us, too. I definitely have a huge prayer shout out to Decatur's family, his children, the mother of his children, You guys have no idea how sorry I am. Um, But Decatur was the coolest dude I knew. I interviewed him back in October of last year, and it was a pleasure um, to actually interview him. He had no cap, no filter. He gave me some jewels to always keep with me, always, that I will never, ever, ever forget. One thing he always taught me, he said, be a gold digger. I'm like, nigga, I ain't no gold digger. What are you talking about? He said, no, not a gold, G-O-L-D digger. A gold, G-O-A-L digger. And if you go to my Instagram page, I hashtag that because I never forgot that. He said, you are a gold digger. You dig for goals, for ambition, for dreams. And that's exactly who I am. And he knew exactly what I was. God has a way of doing things where we have no way to question why. But I think the reason why that we were in a group text together on Friday was God basically telling us or him or whomever that it was time to say goodbye. Because that that group text came out of nowhere. And then two days later, my friend is gone. So not to, you know, put some tears and pain um, and I don't want to get emotional, but I definitely want to say condolences to him and his family. And Decatur, trust me, no matter what's going on in this world, you will always be remembered. We will always keep your live name popping. We'll always remember your music. We'll always remember who you were and how you had no cap. And a hell of an entrepreneur <laughs> seven months out the door. <laughs> okay. Uh, but shouts out to my guy, Decatur Slim RIP, baby. This is for you, period, Pooh. All right, guys. So now that we got the mushy stuff out the way, yeah, Brooklyn could be a little mushy. Cut it out. But, you know, it is what it is. 
Um, let's talk All Star. Mm, in the name of Jesus. By the grace of God, I had the pleasure to not be here in Atlanta, Georgia for All Star Weekend. Y'all was so disrespectful. Let me tell you something. I don't want people to think that Atlanta, Georgia is messy because we're not. A lot of these senseless crimes that took place over the weekend, I heard it was 14 murders. 14 during All-Star Weekend. Not even to count all of the cars that were broken into or stolen or rims stolen or houses broken into. Well, people understand this is not Atlanta's doing. We don't get down like that. You don't even hear that type of stuff when we ain't got no activities going on. We don't rock like that. These were people that were coming from out of state, knew that there was money in the building, and wanted to tarnish Elena George's name. We're not finna do that. My condolences goes out to each and every person or family that was affected by anyone that was murdered during the weekend. I will want to extremely be apologetic to you guys because that's just not how Atlanta moves. These were senseless acts of individuals that came into the state of Georgia for All-Star Weekend and thought it was okay to just do some reckless stuff and hurt people. But this does not deframe the name of Atlanta, Georgia because we hold that name tight and dear. And hear me when I say my name is Brooklyn. I am from Brooklyn, New York, but I have been residing in Atlanta, Georgia for 29 years. So I respect Atlanta, this is my home. So you're not going to come here and think it's okay to tarnish it and then move on. Hear me when I say God has a plan for everybody, period. So if you thought you could come here and do some shenanigans, whatever you thought you could do, and leave, trust me, karma is a bitch. You understand? And karma is a bitch. Karma is a bitch, but karma is a bitch, and I mean a female. And she don't come check you later. She come check you at the door. She like, oh, okay, this, this, oh, this what we do. Oh, oh, okay, hold on. Let me, let me, let me pull your, let me pull your book open real quick. And she let you have it. So don't think that you could do something like that or what you have done. Leave this state. Go on about your married life like nothing happened, and it's not gonna catch up to you. Everything done in the dark always gets exposed to light. Each and every time. So again, I want to say my condolences to all of those families that was affected by those 14 individuals that was murdered, including my friend, Decatur Slim. Okay? You guys really did a one-two step on Atlanta, Georgia this week. And this is the reason why I said I didn't want to be a part of it. Because, first of all, people have been cooped up in their houses for over a year. So they wanted to come out and have a good time. And I'm sure there was a lot of parties that, as I saw on the gram, was having a good time. But the robbing, the killing, come on, man. For what? I don't understand how people think it's okay to steal. Like, we hustle and work hard, too. So you feel like you shouldn't do it? You should just be giving or taking something from us? Come on, man. Y'all got to do way better than that because this that's not going to fly with me. Period. All right? But let's talk shenanigans. All-Star Weekend. So I was watching social media because I was in New York and I was um, dealing with some personal situations with my family. And I happened to stroll across the gram and saw girls jumping out of a U-Haul. Okay, I was a little, I was a little confused. But they were driving the U-Haul like it was a rental. So you telling me things got that bad that you 
couldn't rent a car because I'm sure every rental was sold out in Atlanta, Georgia, that you rented to a U-Haul. You guys had to be an all-star that bad that you would. And that U-Haul had to be extremely expensive because it's like 79 cents per mile in peak hours. Okay? So you rented a, a U-Haul for the entire weekend per mile. Then I was hearing that people were actually sleeping in the U-Haul because the hotels were all sold out. How was y'all washing your asses is what I want to know. How? How was you washing your ass? Your nasty asses. Then there was a young lady that was an Instagram supposedly model, um, and she made a GoFundMe account because she was stranded in Atlanta after All-Star Weekend. She came down here with a budget of $400, and I guess she expected to sell her ass and make the money to go home and didn't get that. Okay, let's let, let's just do a recap real quick, guys. Now, Atlanta is Atlanta. We are the black Hollywood. We are doing big things. If you're black with a dollar in the dream, you can go far in Atlanta. Yes. That one thing is why I consider Atlanta to be the black Hollywood. But people tend to think coming to ATL is going to get them a check. No, it's not. Because let me explain something to you ladies. Men are getting very, very um, smart. They're getting smart. They're understanding that they ain't finna pay for no vagina. Not at all when it's out here for free. So if you think you cute, you got a nice body, and possibly you got some, some Skittles coming from between your legs, still not going to make a man pay for it when he can get it for free with the bitches that live in Atlanta. So I don't know what y'all were thinking was going to happen, <laughs> but clearly it didn't happen the way you guys set it up to be. And I'm so sorry for you. I really am because... I know that could be a terrible thought process to think that you came down here for a reason and, and it didn't even pan out the way it should. Mm. But shouts out to you. I hope that young lady got home somehow, some way. She created a GoFund account and wanted like a thousand and something dollars. I'm like, whoa, whoa, to go home? Girl, you better get your ass on that China bus or that goddamn Greyhound and stop playing. $79 to get you home, 99 max, one way. Y'all bitches is living outside y'all means. Y'all need to stop that. Because if you got to travel with no cash in your pocket, then don't travel. I don't go nowhere with not enough money to cover my own bill. So that means if I went out to dinner with, with someone, if I was single, right, and I went out on a date, I ain't never going out with at least a buck fifty in my pocket. You know why? Because what if this nigga decide he don't like me? What if he decide he got to go to the bathroom? And now when he goes to the bathroom, he don't come back. And we at Ruth Chris, and the bill is two and some change. Now, I'm going to pay for my meal. Sir, I don't know what you need to do about that other that, that meal over there. Clearly, I didn't eat that. I ate this. Now, I'll pay for mine, but you need to go find him. Let me give you his phone number. <laughs> you might want to pull them surveillance cameras on the outside and see if you can get him um, his license plate, but no, I'm, I'm not doing that. Now, that has never happened to me. But, ladies, you should never travel with no money, ever, ever ever because you just don't know what can happen so let's do each other a favor moving forward in the future to just not do that don't be that bitch don't be those chicks okay travel with, with enough money to get you an uber travel with enough money to feed yourself and if you don't have a lot of money when you decided to go out with this young man or young woman then you need to order your ass a salad okay if your budget is $50, bitch, you better stay on the $50 side of that damn menu. If that means just an appetizer, you're going to be like, no, baby, order what you want. No, I'm not really hungry. 
drink a lot of water, eat that good old salad. Them greens is good for you. They they healthy too. Or get you a nice appetizer and call it a day. But when you start ordering from the fuck me side of the menu, you can't get mad at the nigga when he start looking at you like, bitch, your bill by itself was $200. So what you giving me for $200? So before you start ordering from the fuck me side of the menu, make sure you got the fuck me money in your pocket. Okay? Make sure. Because trust me, if Brooke ever ordered from the fuck you side of the menu, I got the fuck you side money in my pocket. And when you start talking greasy and sideways, the first thing come out of my mouth was like, okay, how much was my bill? Yeah, I shut a nigga down real quick. I, I'm good for that one. I hurt your pride real good. How you going to disrespect me? I ain't going to disrespect me because I don't want you to assume anything. I like to eat well. So I can pay for my food. We could have did this Dutch from the door. I was comfortable coming here because I can afford this. And I like eating good. So, yeah, I, I made sure I brought enough money to cover my bill. So, see, then they can't come at you with the fuck you side of the menu quote. Okay? They can't ask where you going after the dinner's over. Nigga, I'm getting in my car and I'm going home. I don't know where you're going, but I'm going to my house. That's how you handle that, okay? But you girls nowadays, and I'm going to call you girls because grown-ass women, other than a sprinkle of you here and there, don't do shit like that. Grown-ass women ain't going to do no shit like that. Because like I tell you, I don't go nowhere without enough money to cover my expenses unless my man is with me and then he covers it. Because he already know he getting the cookies when he get home, Okay? He, he ain't got to blink twice. He know no matter what I order, he going to get it. He can get it in the car on the way home. Like, it, it, that's just what it do. <laughs> but what we not going to do is order from the fuck you side of the menu and you ain't got fuck you side money. Okay? That's all I'm saying, ladies. Play your part. Know your position and stop playing these games with these guys because then y'all want to know why they want to take the pussy. And I'm not saying that rape is an option at all. Nobody should ever take something that you don't want to give up. But... Please stop doing it to these niggas. Stop playing yourself right now. All star, y'all was out here looking real stupid. I heard all the stories and I said, thank God I am 47 years old and I am so past that in my life. And I don't have any desire to be amongst all the nonsense or the bullshit that was going on. If all star wasn't bringing me a bag and it offered me a few bags. But I go off of energy and my instinct. And if my instinct and my energy says no, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to do it. All money ain't good money. Hear me when I say that. Let me say that one more time so y'all have a good, good understanding. All money ain't good money. So just because someone offers you some money. I had somebody offer me $5,000 to rent my studio out for the weekend. Yeah, sound good, right? Five, five racks sounds real good. But this is the kicker. Didn't know who they were. They didn't have a lot of following on social media. Didn't know how their name was in the community. So, hell no, I don't know you. How I know you ain't going to come in here and rob my studio, take my equipment? How I know you ain't going to come in here and have a murder scene up in my studio now? I'm the owner. I got to go in here and explain to the police that I was out of town in Tulum on a beach, and I just rented out my studio for the weekend. But it's still a necessity to murder. Just because you wasn't there, you were there. You own it. It's your studio, so you don't know what's going on. That's why I keep a lot of cameras going on in this can in this studio because I don't want nothing to not happen. I can't watch. Period. All right, guys. Let me tell you. All Star Weekend. I don't know if to say if it was a successful situation or a non-successful situation, but either way it go, it just didn't end well for a lot of people. Black people and people of color, we have to do a lot better than what we've been doing. 
You want to know why the the other communities look at us with such the down nosing because we do ignorant shit like this. We got to stop this. Like in order for our generations to continue and flourish, in order for our our grandchildren or our children to have a better life, we have to do better by example. And if we're not doing better by example, how do we expect them to do it? Prime example, when I was in New York over the weekend, it was, we were in the mall, right? And it was me, my mom, and my significant other. Now, my mom and my significant other were walking behind me, and I was walking in front of them. And we walked walking to Macy's. And all of a sudden, this young boy, he couldn't have been no more than 19, if that old, said, oh, you a bad bitch, ma. Fat ass. I ignored it because I don't pay attention to, to nonsense like that. And I kept walking, didn't even acknowledge him, didn't look at him, didn't say nothing. But my significant other that was about four feet behind me said, don't do that. And this little boy went from zero to a thousand. He's like, blood, you know this blood, this my hood, that's my bitch. He went on and on and on and on. I immediately stopped and turned around and looked at my significant other. Now, this could have went three directions, Okay. And it could have got really ugly. And I was just praying that my significant other, knowing who he is, um, that he didn't respond. I was hoping that he would have just let it roll off his chest. One, because he's a grown-ass man and you don't be affected by children. Two, we don't know if this stupid-ass little boy got a gun on him and we don't want to be casualties of war. Or three, we don't know if he walks out this mall, if he won't bring a bunch of niggas back to shoot up the whole mall, and now we got a whole lot of people dead. But my significant other thinks as such as I do, he didn't say anything, nor did I. He just ignored him, and we just kept going on in Macy's. You can hear this young boy on the other side of the mall still going off. Now, we went on into Macy's, did our one-two step, came out, and then while we were walking out the mall, I was like, let's hurry up and get the hell out of King's Plaza Mall. Um... A young boy was trying to fight a grown-ass man. The mommy, the auntie, the cousins, they're all trying to fight this grown-ass man. A grown-ass man ain't blink or even move. He had to look at his face like, little, little, little nigga, touch me one time, I'll whoop all of y'all asses in a matter of a smack. Let me explain something to you young generation out here. Y'all have no respect. None. I grew up in 74 where it was respect your elders. Whether they was right or wrong, you respected them. If they were wrong... And you didn't like it. You just took it and kind of bit your tongue and walked away. Y'all have no respect. There was no reason for this young boy to get upset at my significant other for telling him don't do that because that's mine. Don't disrespect my queen. You got mad because your pride got snatched because a grown-ass man told you don't do that. Y'all got to do better, young generation. Why would you even be offended with someone telling you that? You should feel the same way about your queen. If a man disrespects your queen, you should want to shut him down in a polite but mature way without having to go left. But it seems like the young generation feels like going left is what they should do because you want to prove something. That shit would get your ass shot or that shit would get your ass locked up or that shit would get you knocked the fuck out. One of the three. Sit y'all little young asses down and stay young. Enjoy life, live a long time, stop getting locked up, stop getting murdered, and stop doing senseless bullshit thinking you're trying to prove something to somebody. For what? 
Let me tell you something. We all done been through some shit. We all are broken and damaged in some fame form or fashion. That don't give you a right to go around and just start fucking, you know, terrorizing the world because you done been through some shit. That ain't got nothing to do with us. Get you some therapy. Go to God. Pray and get some guidance and that'll help you. Now, this started off as a funny show and <laughs> it's now a serious show. I had to get that off my chest because it was just too much going on over the weekend in my city that I don't like and I don't understand. And I just want us to do better as a people. I want the younger generation to stop, stop feeling so entitled to everything. Y'all ain't been through slavery and y'all feel like we owe y'all something. Let me tell you something. I don't owe none of y'all young niggas or young bitches shit, period. I had to learn under my OGs, do the same. I respected the people that came before me. Y'all need to do the same. Y'all assume that we trying to control your life. Nah, we just trying to help you not make the same wrong decisions that we made or the people before us made. That's the whole purpose of being an adult. Being an adult means that you pick and choose the decisions that you make. You learn what to do and what not to do. And then you help someone else coming behind you or next to you that might be making the same mistakes not to make those mistakes. Come on, guys. Do better, please. Please. <laughs> all right, guys. We, enough for All-Star because just understand that was not a representation of ATL. We don't rock like that. We don't get down like that. Trust me, we have our own bullshit in the city, but not like that. Like, we don't have 14 murders in a weekend. That, that shit don't even exist now, man. We have shit that go down, but not like that. We trying to have a good time. We trying to party and enjoy the moment. We've been cooped up in the houses for a year. People been scared. Now we want to breathe a little bit, and y'all just fucked it up for the future. This is why people are not going to want to do events or any type of situations because we don't know what to expect when they come to ATL or any other city. Period, Okay. Guys, understand that there are a lot of states opening back up, such as uh, Texas has reopened, no mass. The Carolinas, I want to say South Carolina has reopened, no mass. And now Arizona is now open, 100% no mask. So clearly we're trying to get back to the norm, okay? So we just have to be a little bit patient for everybody else to join the bandwagon because a lot of states, such as Atlanta and New York, are still like, not yet. I mean, y'all could come here and do what y'all want to step, but we still going to stay masked up and we are not reopening everything yet. But if we start to practice and stay on the regimen and, and, and do the things that we're supposed to do, eventually that will happen and we will open up. And I cannot fully wait for the city to open back up. It's getting warm again in the city. Um, Atlanta now is express, experiencing our spring. So I'm excited that now I can put my coat and my boots away because, Lord, I can't stand the cold weather. So I'm excited, guys. I'm super, super excited. So just to give you guys a heads up real quick before I go, we got some new shows coming on Tokyo-ish podcast. Uh, they'll be airing this week, and I'm excited to have them on a board. I'll be posting their flyers and giving you some more information how to tune into their shows shortly. So stay tuned. Talkish Podcast got a lot going on. Uh, we'll be introduced to Roco TV real soon. You'll see us on TV in April. And definitely know you got to download the iHeartRadio to tune into Tokyo Ish Podcast and hear all the dope shows that play on this podcast, all right? This is your girl, Brooklyn's Finest. <laughs> Make sure you guys tune in to me every Thursday on FUBU Radio from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm very PG on the radio, guys, but here on the podcast, you get me raw. 
Rated R. Yes. In all my raw form for 30 minutes. I give you all of me. So make sure you guys download the FUBU app and tune in to me at Tokyo-ish Radio from 8 to 10 p.m. on Thursday. And you can catch me here at Tokyo-ish Podcast on iHeartRadio every Wednesday at 10 p.m. and every Friday at 8 p.m. And again, I give you all 30 minutes of me raw, uncut. If you got any suggestions, make sure you comment at the bottom or send me a DM on my Instagram page at Brooklyn's Finest 347. That's Brooklyn with a S. Finest, F-I-N-E-S-T 347. Send me a DM, a comment, a suggestion, and we'll see how that play out for you next week. Also, make sure you follow the radio station's Instagram at Talkish Radio at T-A-L-K-I-S-H-H-H Radio on Instagram and make sure you follow us and stay tuned to all the new shows we got coming up. We got a lot coming up y'all. 2021 is definitely Talkish Radio's year. I'm happy to be a part of y'all lives day in and day out and can't wait to talk to you guys again on Friday. In the meantime, in between time, y'all have a great night and I will see you guys Friday. Mwah.